Hey, it is a new day, time for the Life Coach Pod, and we have a guest today. We're going to start with um, the usual, a little bit on current events. What For everybody who gets lost, it's actually a Wednesday, and we've made it to hump day, which somehow it no longer has any relevance whatsoever, because unless you're <laughs> actually working, it's not that important. No. Um, but the way we run the show is that we uh, will hopefully have a live audience. People are coming in now. You'll be on mute until we get to the question and answer period. And then we will talk a little bit about current events at the top of the show just to help with the time capsule component of this thing and remind us all what was happening when and where. We will have um, guest interviews and we have our guest today, Ron Johnson, who you can see he's on, he's on the line. And don't worry, you'll get to see him in a bigger format in just a few minutes after we get through the top of the show. And the things I wanted to talk, and then we'll take your questions at the end. So it's a discussion, it's super relaxed. Don't worry, you don't have to get on camera if you don't want to. You can use chat, or you can turn on your camera and your microphone, or just your microphone, whatever you're most comfortable with. I realize many of us are wearing day jammies. Y'all are going to see the same clothes since I'm at my daughter's house. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's going to be... I love it. Some things are going to be the same. So here we are. Uh, the, the things I wanted to talk about really quick in current events is the news that's breaking. Um, some, it is coronavirus news, but I wanted to just take a moment and catch everybody up on some important things that are happening. One is something called the Defense Protection Act, it's DPA, and you're hearing about this in the news. This is an act that was uh, written in 1950 and signed into law to help with World War II. It was a response to new World War II and actually um, in anticipation of the Cold War and other situations that were brewing. This, the reason it's so important is the Defense Protection Act lets us, lets the president and the government then use private industry to, to create the tools we need. In this case right now, respirators, masks, face masks, um, the N95 masks for the um, medical workers, personal protective equipment, PPE. The Defense Protection Act is vitally important if we need to basically force people to comply with this kind of production. We are absolutely at this point. But here's the deal. The president has signed this act, but he has not signed all of it. And there was uh, there are a series of tweets or two tweets today from Representative Katie Porter, who if you do not follow Katie Porter, she is out of California, but she is amazing. She has this remarkable skill uh, in that she can understand the fine print. And if you have not seen her um, eliciting testimony from, well, corporate individuals who aren't necessarily focused on individual consumers or all of our well-being. If you've ever watched her question these people, Katie is amazing. And what she found, and I'll just read her tweets, is uh, surprising to me. I found this out this morning, and I think we all need to be aware, when President Trump says he has signed the DPA, here's in fact the situation. This is from Katie. As a consumer protection attorney who fought big banks, I know how to read the fine print. So that's what I did when the president said he was invoking the Defense Production Act, DPA. Turns out the administration never finalized the rules for ordering emergency medical supplies. The administration says it's placing orders under the DPA, but it seems that Health and Human Services doesn't have policies in place to execute those orders or co coordinate them with agencies like FEMA. So once again, 
yeah, this is political. I'll just say it. It's a half-assed attempt. It is not thoughtful. It is not well done. And it continues to put our medical workers at risk, which fundamentally we all need to be thoroughly terrified about because these are people who take care of us and are stretched on good days when it's just car accidents, babies being born, and your aunt needing chemo. If we lose these people to coronavirus because we are not protecting their personal safety right now, we are going to be in a whole world of hurt. So I want you to follow these stories and keep yourself informed because we, as, um, as the public, as the people who vote and have a say in these things, may need to call our senators and our House of Representatives and ask them to please make sure these things get signed and get enacted. It's, it's up to us. We're fighting for our lives. The other yeah, story, yes, sir. Yeah. I certainly are. I agree to that. We are fighting for our lives right now. We are. We really are. And so the other story I wanted to mention, because it's really important, and I'm not sure folks are tuning in, partly because there's a lot of noise going on right now with everything going on with the virus. And I'm gonna, I am gonna. promise I won't always have virus stories. This one, to me, is so important because someone died. And it's about using medications that are off-label or not tested to fight the virus. And in this case, what this Phoenix area man died from was using chloroquine phosphate. In fact, this is a, a tablet that's used to clean fish aquariums. They had some in their house, he and his wife, and because he heard, um, in this case from the president, to try chloroquine phosphate, they took it and he died. He died from taking this medication that actually, it was a fish tank cleaner. That means the dose was unregulated. The supervision of the medication was not, she wasn't being supervised. He didn't have medical and person telling him what to do or how to administer it. There are, in fact, trials going on with this medicine, but they're really watching the trials because the fact is this medicine is lethal. If you take too much of it, you will die. His wife is in the ICU right now and she is begging people to not listen to this advice, to not try experiments, to not try homegrown remedies. There's also something that I think um, it's called S something silver. It's being marketed by Jim Baker. My God, no, just no. You don't have access to medical care if you make a mistake. You're not gonna be put at the top of the list if you come in because you did something dumb. So what the wife had said is Trump kept saying it was basically pretty much a cure. Adding her advice to people would be, don't take anything, don't believe anything, don't believe anything that the president says and his people, call your doctor. And that's it, we're moving to telemedicine. There are lots of really good resources to learn about what you should do if you're scared, and I understand people are scared. The CDC has a website, coronavirus.org. There are places to go to get real truth. Um, please don't use at-home solutions right now. And I know for most of you, that means convincing your parents. And my mom is was hard to convince to keep her home. So I can only imagine what it must be like to try to get your parents to listen to you. But um, I threatened my mom with uh, emotional violence in that I would have a complete tantrum. So I think that worked. Anyway. That's my, those are my two, uh, those are my big current events. The DPA, look into that, Defense Protection Act, and then um, go, go follow Katie Porter on Twitter. She's amazing. You should be watching what she does, and you should take a look at any videos of her questioning executives, corporate executives, because 
she is amazing and she is absolutely working in our best interests. Okay, with that, I would like to transition over and introduce you to Ron Johnson. He's a friend of mine. He is, um, I'll let him introduce himself because I'll mess it up, but I wanted to make sure that you know um, how to reach him. He's at ronbusinesscoaching.com and he is going to start up. I'm going to stop sharing so we can see Ron, uh, a bigger picture of Ron, and um, then we'll come back in after he, after we talk and take some questions. So Ron, introduce yourself, baby. For those out there, my name is Ron Johnson. I'm a life leadership coach and also motivational speaker and also personal trainer. So I definitely am, I would say, jack of all trades. I focus on health, I focus on wellness, and I focus on making everybody feel much better physically and also mentally. So I'm there to help, I'm there to support, and I'm ready to go. So Ron, the reason I wanted to talk to you, and thank you for being my first guest, you're such you're such a positive person to do this, okay. take this chance. But I saw you post on social media a couple days ago about this connection between mind and body because it's easy. I've been a slug. I, you guys are all seeing my dorm room bedroom, but I, I want to go outside and I want to do some physical exercise, but I also kind of don't. So what, what's going, what happens if, I, if I'm not taking care of my body as well as my brain? Well, see, if you think about this way is let's break it down from the very beginning. The brain controls the mind, then the brain controls the mind and controls the body, right? So right now we're stuck in quarantine. Let's say we're at home, we can't go out and get groceries, go to hospital, meet be, we can't do much, right? Can't go to the park, most parks are closed, we can't visit relatives or friends because if we're they're sick, we may get sick too. So a lot of things are happening right now with the body. So what happens is that really think about it in just a physical standpoint of this. The body itself likes to do what's comfort. So let's say you usually wake in the morning at 6 a.m. in the morning, get your cup of coffee, you, you take a shower, you're out the house by 8 a.m., you go straight to work at 9, you get off at 5 o'clock, pick the kids up, you go back home, and you beat the process daily with the exception of the weekend. So obviously what? The body likes to have these resistance. Now you say, wait a minute here, you can't wake up in the morning, have a cup of coffee, and go to work. Well, you can have a cup of coffee, I may be able to sleep in, I don't see my coworkers. I don't get a break, right? Because most of the time we go to work, a lot of people, I'm using only work as a reference because a lot of people do have jobs out there. So a lot of times what happens is that once you leave your house, you're in a different environment, you become a different person. Now, since you can't go to work, you're at home, it's like, what do I do? Now, for those out there that have, you know, that can't work from home, I can't work from home. So for me, it's like, okay, how do I reinvent myself? But those that work at home, Obviously, are obviously meetings. They have things that get done, but they're stuck at home. You can't go out and venture outside things that you're used to doing. So the body will always do what's comfort. If you're used to doing things in a certain pattern, it's like where's the pattern at? And that's where the fundamental disconnect is. That we're still so right now focusing on health, right? Let's say I'm giving you one. I, I like to be a visual person, so I want to paint a picture. For you. Okay. So picture is this. So for me, I use myself as an example. Um, once the gyms start closing, especially in California, I don't know about the rest of the, the nation, I, I don't, I, I can't work, right? So I'm at home, I'm not doing anything. It was driving me nuts. On the first day, it's like vacation, second day vacation, third day, it's like, I gotta do something, right? I'm used to doing something. What started happening to me, not so much the fact that I was sick, or, but more so what happened to me is that I start being mentally fatigued. Like, let's yeah, say, yeah. 
I want to be motivated to shoot vlogs. I want to be motivated vlogs or videos, obviously YouTube. I want to motivate to do podcasts. I want to be motivated to do all these wonderful things, but uh, I'm tired. I don't want to do anything. I'm down. All right. Okay, I'll get it to an hour. Hour comes, it goes, and I don't do nothing, right? So what was happening is that I started realizing after that third or fourth day, I was kind of mentally fatigued. Because what happened in my mind, I started saying, I'm lazy. It's tired. What do I do? And not really looking and listening to my emotions. Like, so let's say, as I said earlier, I'm an entrepreneur, so gyms are closed. I'm not working, right? I could be out of business very easily. But I started saying, should I be upset? Should I be worried? Should I be concerned, right? So what I did, just stop right there. What I did about three weeks, four weeks ago, I really stopped listening to anything about Corona. I mean, I'm, I'm glad you informed me today about it. I really, with the exception of- You just uh, stopped listening to virus news altogether. I stopped. Um, I really got frustrated with the fact that Chase Bank, Capital One, AAA, Life Insurance, uh, Rover app, Nextdoor, Apple, uh, <laughs> Okay, everybody was sending me email about Corona, and a lot of stuff is obviously great information, but they're not experts. Anytime I want information, I would go to cdc.gov/corona and look it up. Then I get the right information because there's so much disinformation out there. Because what really started happening that two weeks ago, client comes to me and says, "Hey, look, you know what? You've been to Costco." I was like, "I haven't been to Costco." He's like. You gotta go there, you gotta buy toilet paper, tissue paper, they're gone. No, no way, right? So a second client comes in uh, Saturday and she's like, same thing, like, oh my God. So Sunday rolls around, I have to make a beeline straight for Target, right? I'm in there, I have two carts, I'm buying toilet paper, I'm buying this, buying that, buying this, right? Everything I need, right? I think the world's coming to an end. So by Monday, I realized one most important thing. Fear was controlling me. So I stopped listening to anything else. So let me, let me just, because that's so important what you just said. Let me just take a moment and take that beat because I think it's really easy to get in that mindset where you are afraid, you're even afraid to step out of your door. So right. I think that's really powerful what you said is that you, you suddenly realized fear was controlling you. Yeah, I woke up and I said, wait a minute, what the hell is going on here? Something's controlling me. So I will go back to what I heard 30 years ago, okay? So 37, 30 years ago will be seven. So my dad says this to me, son, let me tell you something. You don't want nothing controlling you. So if you get on drugs, it's controlling you. So when I thought about fear, and when my dad said 30 years ago, I realized something was controlling me. I didn't like it. I just didn't like it. So from then on, I stopped listening to anything related to Chrome. And I really got frustrated all these apps telling me about Chrome. They're not experts. That's not their job. Leave it to the CDC. Leave it to the WHO. People that are involved. Now, this, that's just my personal opinion about that. Now, some of them may say, well, I want, I, want, I want to know every day, but remember, there's so much information out there. What can we do? It's, so true. Back it's true. We were bombarded. And you're right. When Chase Bank starts telling you about their approach to COVID and you're like, well, thank you. You're going to shut. Okay, good. Make sure the ATMs work. I'm good. Like, that's all I need to hear from you. Thank you. Well, I really hear this. Oh, Chase Bank. Oh, I got a little interest. No problem. <laughs> I got <laughs> oh, a critical good too. Yes. No, no problem. But if you're going to talk about COVID, that's not your expert. Like, uh, who was it uh, today? Nextdoor app sends, uh, app sends a notification about businesses doing coronavirus and economy. That's not your job. Your, your app to get people together, but you're not the experts. Leave it to the experts. And leave it to individuals, right? Because individuals have to figure out what they need to do best for themselves. So that was the mind perception I have. So I really stopped listening to everything. I really stopped getting out there and Anything social media related, I just almost shut it down. It became a stimulus to me. I was overstimulated with so much information, I didn't know what to do. So fast forward now, being off a couple of days, 
<clears throat> so how I went to target. So I realized this. So let me step back. I realized something very important here. I need the gym. I was, yeah. becoming, I was coming overly indebted with aggressiveness. I was upset. I was uh, to the point where it's like I needed something to do because I'm outside my routine. That's, that's really interesting now, just because me as someone who's more sedentary, um, I haven't had that anger, but I have absolutely had that um, feeling of agitation. Like I drive my daughter nuts because I'll come out and just start dancing or being weird. So you for you, it started manifesting as just this anger and aggression. Yes. You weren't doing what you were used to doing. What's the only doing? And not just that, more or less the anger about us being lazy. So I have all these ideas in my head. I should be doing this, 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 right? Laundry is things to be doing, outside laundry, of course. But it's funny how I was getting frustrated because I want to do all these wonderful things, but I lacked the motivation to do it. Right. I just, my mind was saying, well, you're lazy, you're tired. It's just like I was going low, low into my seat. And it's like, yes, I have the time. I should be doing it, but I'm not. So I tried doing a couple of different things. I tried uh, reading more books. So obviously I love reading. So my goal this year is to read 13 books in one year. So I am reading a book called Letting Go. And it really talks about all the human emotions, uh, fear, guilt, anxiety, depression. Um, it talks about, the reason why it's called Letting Go is that it talks about letting go of what holds emotion there, right? So if we think about a thought, it's held by something. Fear, doubt, or anger, one of those three. Like saying this time right now, what's holding lots of emotions are fear, right? The unknown, right. right? So know what's going to happen when I get sick, but I won't get sick. I mean, how many times have you coughed and you're like, oh, God, I mean, Corona? Something's going on here, right? Yeah, so, the, the rule is if you cough, you have to say, I'm choking on my spit. Because yeah. that's, that's not even allowed to have a real cough at all. No, no, coughing. No, let me drink some water. So anytime those, but those things are very subtle, but can cause, oh, God, I cough. What's, what's going on in my body? So... It talks about fear, doubt, and how to deal with those kind of things. And it's very important that we know how to deal with those and how to let it go. And so I started reading more books. But still, again, I wasn't getting what I wanted. I went to Target. I went to Walmart. I went to all kinds of online websites. Even found a spam one. But I realized when I did the review that it wasn't a review. After I read the reviews for the website, and I realized, wait a minute, I don't want to do this website. So I, I was fortunate enough. And so what happened is that, I still happened with the Walmart and I would I put the beeline down because on the website it says they might have some demos in stock, right? I needed more sites. I only had like 10 and 15. Okay. So I ran down there. They're stocking the shelves. But what I was looking for specifically was a Bowflex dumbbell. I didn't have it. A Bowflex? What is it? A Bowflex? So basically it's a dumbbell about this big. Okay. But what it does, it's not one size. So you can adjust it to let's say 2.5 pounds, five pounds, whatever you need, adjust it one. So instead of having like a five pound dumbbell, 10 pound dumbbell. Oh, okay. Like yeah, adjustable dumbbell. Okay, that makes sense. Dumbbells. So what's good about that is that online said they had it. I mean, big beeline for there. Okay. You thought it was Black Friday for, for weights. It was crowded in one aisle. Oh. <laughs> it was crowded. <laughs> they had nothing outside a foam roller and mat. I so happily, um, a guy says, hey, guys, thanks for dumbbells. So I ran a Patreon. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's this place called Weights and Bars, okay? So back to my first story, though, about going down there. When I realized, when I said to myself, even though I cannot find them, I, I, there's a way. I said to myself immediately, there's a way. So when I said to myself, there's a way, and I said, ah, they're out again. Ah, can't believe this. Ah, I need to work out. All those frustrations are happening. I realized I let go of that. I said, there's a way. I know there's a way. 
stayed positive with the universe and realized there's a way. And what was a phenomenal about that, I ran into somebody, that random dude that I met, he says, hey, this place called Weights and Bars, boom, 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 I'm Googling it immediately, they closed, dang. First thing Marma called him, he says open at 9 a.m., call him up, they actually open, but appointment only. I found him in San Jose, I went down there, I got all my equipment, anything I needed, or wanted, or could fit in my garage. I had an amazing workout on Monday. That workout gave me so much energy, I was able to, and it was funny, as soon as I let go, you emailed me that day. I said, come I said, on like, on. And it was funny how the universe worked. Once I let go of this anger and this fear, you emailed me that day. I have a podcast later on today with somebody else. I'm actually hosting that podcast. So all these things were open up because I let go of the anger and the fear I was having. So that's, that is really um, important because I think a lot of us tend to hold on to those negative feelings because it feels actually like we're in control somehow if we're still afraid. But one of the things you said about the workout that I think is important because it's the thing I often forget and even when I know I should just go take a walk is that the, the, how you felt after moving again, which a lot of us aren't, it's a, not a, in this room, it's not a big walk from the recliner to the bed to the television, which is my computer. Tell us some more about how, how this helpful, how exercising and being active not only makes you feel better, but boosts your immune system, what, all the things it does for you to keep us healthy during this time. Let's, let's first, let's talk about this though that we're missing, is working out physically is only a small piece of the pie. The first piece of the pie we always got to talk about is the mindset. Mindset is the first thing you got to talk about. Mindset, if I'm worried about getting sick, I'm worried about my finances, I'm worried about this, worried about that, what happens, you start getting this anxiety, okay? You start thinking all these, all these thoughts. I mean, we can think every thought negative from zero to whenever, but no thought positive, okay? It creates this anxiety, which now creates frustration, now, guess what? Your body doesn't have the ability to fight the immune system. Because when, when you worry about something, when you have fear, doubt, and anger, those are negative emotions. Let's just face it, right? People always say be positive, but fear, doubt, and anger create negative emotions. What's negative emotions then turn around and control your immune system, where it's like, you're lethargic, you're tired. Yeah. You're yeah, yeah. And body says, hey, it got to give you more energy, and your immune system is trying to fight itself too. Right, so if you don't have the right mindset in dealing with adversity or dealing with different things that happen out to you, this will be a period where your immune system can be attacked, and you don't even go outside. You're trying to get sick because it's trying to get you to give you more energy because it's like you're down. Give you more energy. You're down. Give you more energy before you know it's depleted. It's okay. So that's really important. Yeah, just to start. Just so first point. First step is really look at your mindset. Really be aware of your thought patterns, what you're thinking about, and what you're spending time. Yeah. putting energy into and what you're thinking. Yeah, because what happens, it takes a lot of energy to get out of those negative emotions like fear, doubt, and anger, okay? It takes a lot of energy. So say, for example, it takes uh, to feel positive. If you're feeling positive, it doesn't take much to be, feel more positive, right? That's but true. right below, then below the zero, you're negative, right? It takes more energy to get you going up to the positive. You're right. And, yeah, you're coming out of the deficit to move all the way up. You're yeah, right. Yeah, okay. of course. I mean, if you're a deficit of $10, it takes $10 plus $10 to go positive 20, right? Let's say. So 
that's what you got to really think about. It, it's first off the mindset. I had to get my mind of where I wanted to go. And that's what started it. So back to working out. So once I got the weights, I felt really good working out. And all these things opened up to me as far as energy-wise. I just felt better. I just, I just felt euphoria. I felt on top of the world because my body got back to being or to doing what it's used to doing. It's used to working out. That's what it likes doing. And when I was able to work out, I got all these clear vision that I wanted. So let's say when you have these um, mindset of laziness, doubt, frustration, it clouds your mind, right? Because your mind's only so big, right? So the more you put in it, it, it can't, it's not going to get bigger, right? It's going to be about this size. So you put more fear, doubt, anger, it fills up. Nothing else can come in. Nothing else can go out because it's already filled with that, right? So what happens then, you just got to start relinquishing that, that fear, that doubt, that anxiety to put more of that positive in there so it can actually fill that more creativity and more thought process. And that's what it really does is that when I was able to work out, I got rid of that anxiety, that frustration. It filled my mind more creativity. I was like, man, I'm ready to go now. I'm ready. So that, okay, that is so important because I you know I believe the same thing, which is the more you put that positive energy in, the more opportunity and the more you're going to be inspired to see opportunity in places where you might normally notice it. And, and I think that's, it's so fundamental because it's, and that is the difference between sitting at home and watching Netflix all day because you feel like that's what you're supposed to be doing or just taking that walk or just going up and down the stairs in your house or even cleaning your house. Let's face it. I've seen enough tweets that said, guess what? I thought I wasn't cleaning my house because I didn't have time. Turns out not really the reason. Um, yeah. So even cleaning the house, using the vacuum, those kind of things are ways to start to build that physical momentum again, moving from what we've been, I think many of us have been fairly sedentary. Mm-hmm. So we, mean, yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say, it's funny you talk about Netflix. So I turned Netflix like four or five days ago. The number one shows out there are Pandemic, Outbreak, and I forgot the third one. Contagion, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, out of all the one time you want to watch those movies and watch it now. <laughs> and think about all things that you're going to. So you got to think about if you're watching Outbreak, if you're watching Pandemic and Quarantine, whatever it is out there, you feed your mind more scenarios, right? And right. That's for nothing. Great movie so, to watch. So let's say, okay, so I know you've also worked with athletes who have had an injury or somehow been incapacitated, so they couldn't do what they're used to doing. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how, do you, how do you help people um, make that shift? Because in some ways, while we're not, maybe not all at super athletes or don't thrive on exercise the way you mm-hmm. might, but, all, but it's still getting past that mental barrier and having to look at the world in a different way. So what are some activities that people could do that are, that are good for us and, and maybe don't put us at risk at this time? Great. So let's first, let's first have this thought in our head. If you're in a state of worry, doubt, and fear, how much of you wants to get out of that? Because first, if you're already there and you say, I don't want to get out of here, then I can tell you all you want in the world, but it doesn't matter. If you're in those stages, you can't go out, and, but you're like, hey, you know what? I want to do something different. Now, I shot a podcast, not a podcast, sorry, a vlog video about this, about boredom, because boredom is a killer too. So right, right. Let's, let's get that and everything. It's, boredom is a killer. So what I what I did for myself in my telling people, especially my mom, my mom's among the group that cannot go out. Okay. 
So I use my mom as an example because I like to give people a visual picture. Yeah, all our moms, yeah, we're the people we're worried about, right? So my yeah. mom is 69. She'll be 70 in um, August. She's in phenomenal health condition. I mean, she has a four pack. She goes, she's about, she's about 105 pounds, 110 pounds. She's an amazing, amazing and very athletic. Yeah. She doesn't have high blood pressure, no high cholesterol. I mean, she has osteoporosis, and you know, but that's kind of old age. You can't fight that. So a couple of things, she had to go on a couple of times because, you know, the people don't realize, and I, I, I talk about the elderly because they don't like crowds, okay? They're not going to go and stand in Walmart for four or five hours to get one bag of toilet paper, okay? That's not going to happen. So they're going to be ones that wait until late at night or early in the morning to go there, but all of us that are younger are piling everything in our cart because we have to because we know we're going to get more. So back to my mom. So my mom says, what can I do? My mom already works at home. So think about it. Sure, I spent 20 hours a week working at home, okay? And the way she got her outlet was, just like me, she bought the old block. She likes going to the gym at least three or four days a week. And that's, this, that's just because it's socially good for her. Because think oh, yeah. about it. If you look at four corners of a wall, right? And you're in there, you want to get out eventually, right? It, it's right. but you want to get out. So I give her suggestions like this. Um, so she had a bite. I said, mom. Go out riding your bike is not a problem, okay? Just make sure you don't interact with people. Uh, if you don't touch anything, you get home, wash your hands, you know, take your clothes off and all that stuff like that. And she did that a couple of times. I also said, mom, you know, for those since you can't get out, read a book. I said, mom, have you, is there something you always want to do in your life that doesn't require you to travel, that you can do at home? And what is that? What can you do, right? Because there's a lot of things that we always want to do, but we always say, oh, I don't have the time. Ah, oh, I'll do it later. Ah, oh, this came up. Oh, I got to drop the kids off at baseball. Or I got to drop Susie off at ballet. Whatever it is. We always come with those excuses of why we don't do them. But why not do it now? That's awesome. So is she, so um, is she then, she's not riding the bike as much. Is she taking any walks? Is she able to get out and walk a little bit? Um, she's a little bit of walking. Um, but what was happening for her though, is that now, because now she's aware of that and now she's looking at the news more and now it's kind of say, Hey, don't go outside. And she, now in her mind, fear, so, that's right. The fear is back. So she'll, what she'll do, she'll text me and say, how am I doing throughout the day? Checking with me because she, she obviously is bored. But that's what starts happening. So now, because it's, it's creeping in her mind, I'll, they said, my age, you can go outside, don't do it. And, you know, I'm not saying that someone should not go out at a certain age group. Everybody should be healthy, okay? But it starts with the mind. And for her, it's just now it's, it's seeping in, and now she doesn't want to do anything, right? And that can be for her. I'm in California. My sister's in Chicago. For her, that can be a situation that can cause depression. She's saying so what I'm hearing there is to make sure we're checking on our geezer, our loved ones, and also encourage them to do some sort of activity to, to not be trapped with the negative thoughts. Because, yeah. yeah, depending on what channels they're watching, it can be really a downer. And yeah. um, maybe we need more comedy right now. Maybe we need the school of funny walks, a la John Cleese. Is he, he, uh, no, at this point, we need something. We, we do. We need to turn the tide, you know, so I don't, I don't, I'm gonna give you an analogy, more or less a metaphor. So in, in the Navy, if you want to turn a ship, it doesn't turn on a dime. You have to go way out there and turn it back. And that's how far we've gotten. We got so far out there, like a Navy ship, you can turn our butts back around and get back to shore because we really, really got to focus on mental health, physical health, and getting everybody in the right state of mind. That's what it really boils down to. It, I love it.
I, um, if you're comfortable, I'd love to open up the phone lines sure. um, and see if anybody has any questions. Let me see if I can do this sharing thing really quick. Um, guys, what you need to do is if you want to talk with Ron, you just take yourself off mute. And if you want to do more than that, uh, um, if you want to share camera, that is fine. But uh, you're welcome to ask Ron some questions. Jump on in. This is always the fun part because people are shy at first. And uh, we've got some folks on chat saying hello. Hi, Heidi. How you been? Is Heidi the one I met in the first mod? Yes, she is. Yes. She'll be a guest on the show uh, later this week. She's going to be on Friday talking about anxiety. So same concept, same idea of, um, of putting together the idea of getting your mind in the right place because you're not going to want to exercise. You're not going to want to take care of your body. If you're not feeling it, if you just if you're really feeling sad or scared or frustrated, so I think yeah. that's really important. Hello, there you are. Hi. How are you, Ron? Good. How are you? Good. I loved hearing what you had to say because it's just going to go right into what I have to say on Friday. I, I'm awesome. Glad I was able to help. I love yeah, it. that was great. I know. I. For me personally, I was kind of getting into that, uh, I'm bored, uh, I'm bored, because what I do, I'm out uh, in other people's homes and working with them. And so I have no excuse to not to walk my dog now. Way too. So, um, but then I'm like, I, I just had an eye surgery, so I can't do these long walks. So I'm doing 20 minute walks like four times a day. And it, wow, it totally changes your mindset. And I'm also in agreement with you is I do not, I do not look at the news. I refuse to. It's not good for me. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really can get a lot of people down. I mean, hearing it nonstop. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you really think about the news, it's, it's a lot of information out there. And most people get, if you watch Fox, all you don't get is Fox. And you turn to CNN, you get something else. You turn to somebody else, you get something else. You're, if you're like my age group, I'm going to be on social media, right? So we're all going to be getting these different outlets and people's opinion. It's just, it's, it's, I, I just don't know that. It's just very scary for me knowing that we get a lot of misinformation and disinformation. Nothing's straight on. Unless you go do your own research and you get the straight on information. That's right. Check your sources. That's always my thing. Check your sources. Agreed. I, I totally agree on that. And, and I don't feel that it's healthy for us to be bombarded with it um, every single minute of the day. We know what's going on. Now let's, you know, process and go into a different state of mind we can always go back to it every couple of days or we have friends i have jen right there she tells me what's up she's a 411 right that's right <laughs> oh don't tell more people that um hey ron i have a question for you if you're stuck at home with kids and you don't have access to the outdoors how do we go about doing uh lifting of the children as weights we just pick which <laughs> children we can lift and uh you can do some bicep curls that's what i'm thinking right and maybe some leg lifts too like yeah. airplane game is a good one that used to always be a fun one you know no one way to do around see kids are very easily distracted right so the way to get them going is try a game for 15 minutes tag or something right it's sure to bring furniture but something where they can be active right where they can actually do something for 15 minutes so you guys are all active that they can join into right so you can't say hey kids go watch tv i'm gonna do a set of push-ups Make interacting with them, make a game out of it. Like, yes. it's a, I don't know, a cookie or something. I don't know what we decide to do, or whoever does most push ups, uh, 
gets, I don't know, make, make something up, right? So it's always make your interactive for kids because it's great to see how you react because all of our energy is finite and all of our energy is, is contagious. It means that if you're worried, you're doubtful, your kids feel the worry and doubt, right? How would it be if your son or daughter says, hey, mom, is something wrong? What's going on? And you're like, oh my God, you know, what about finances or my job and my career, right? So if you make entertainment for them, what happens, you make it fun for them, the smile you see in their face will give you energy and you feel much more positive. And then, it, yeah, it begins that cycle. You know, you're right, some of the most fun videos I've seen on Twitter this in the last couple days have been parents who have set up these um, concourses in their homes, like under the table, and then jump on the stool, and then crash into the sofa, and then lift the dog, and it's like, that is fun. That is a super fun way to get the kids involved, to create a little family competition. And we're gonna need to build reward systems for the kids because we can't, it's all gonna be delayed gratification now. I mean, they need a way to celebrate. So yeah, we're gonna have a board on the wall that rewards them for every time they do the concourse or whatever that is. Whatever that is. Remember, it is not right and wrong meaning anything. So make a game of yourself. Make it interactive for 15, 20 minutes. You guys are always moving around because I can only imagine if your parent used kids going to school, now they're with you 24 seven, how to, and you got online classes now I think they have going on a lot of yeah. there and that that's very difficult to get going because everybody has a computer. So it's even more difficult for those parents. So it's, it's really important out there. It really, really is. Are there any more questions from the folks on the phone? Yes, Jen, it's Donna. I have one for Ron. Yay, I, I find I find myself snacking more because I have a pretty busy job and I'm on the go like all day long. So I, I eat breakfast, I eat lunch, I eat dinner. But now that I'm home, I find I want to snack more and I've been trying to eat well, but I think it's probably boredom that's causing me to want to snack in between meals. And you know what, Donna, that, that certainly happened to everybody. I mean, if it's <laughs> easier there, you can grab it and just out of boredom. So if you, the best way to refrain from snacking first is buy healthier snacks. If you're buying non-healthier snacks, like, I don't know, things that have extra sugar, empty calories are not the healthiest you want to buy if you're going to snack, right? Always buy the healthy uh, granola bars, the, um, the nuts, the nut butters. Those are more healthier things for you. And, but it's, it's totally normal. So, I want everybody to know um, that it's very important that you're kind to yourself during this time of, of this period, right? And that if you're kind to yourself, it creates less anxiety. Because like Donna said, she finds herself more snacking more. I don't know if it's happening, but what if she's beating herself up? Like, man, I shouldn't be snacking this much. And I'm trying to watch my diet, but these things happen. But be kind to yourself. Say, you know what? I'm going through a period of, of something, sadness or frustration or anxiety. I will get past it, right? Um, there's one thing I want to say to our listeners out there. I learned this word about a month ago. And really, if you look it up, I'll spell it out for you, but I'll say it first. We all have to live a transitory life. And it's spelled T-R-A-N-S-I-T-O-R-Y. And that really means pretty much that we have to live a life of change. Nothing in life is ever mm. constant. Very true. I'll spell it again. It's T-R-A-N-S-I-T-O-R-Y. I T O R Y a transitory life. And once I read that in my book, I was like, wow, this is, this is quite honest. It is. And your point about, okay. So, and, and, you know, Donna's talking about, I'm snacking more, but your point about maybe just give yourself permission to 
snack more right now. I mean, this is weird times. And then maybe Donna, you make a trade off and say, okay, I am going to snack more, but I'm going to make sure I get that walk in every day, or I'm going to make sure I do some yoga in the house or we fitness. Everybody's getting out their old wheeze, but we fitness, whatever that is. Um, but I love your idea, uh, Ron, about just be kind to yourself because this is really an extraordinary time. And the second point about uh, what Donna said earlier, um, another way you can do too is that, hey, you know what? If you're going to eat those snacks, kind of do extra push-ups, extra sit-ups, um, do some lunges in your house, do some bodyweight squats. I mean, uh, I shot a video the other day. I have a five-gallon jug so I get water delivered. I just did a, a, a squat using that. Now, obviously, like 25 pounds, but do bodyweight squats. Uh, you can do sit-ups. You can do crunches, planks. Oh. We have a friend um, that does, they have to do 10, two, two planks, three planks after every drink. This is how they avoid getting drunk is they have to do planks. And at the point they can no longer do planks, no more liquor for you. So uh, yeah, it's awesome. But you're, it's a really great way to kind of offset. It's just the offset practice, right? Okay, I'm having the chocolate, but I guess I'll do some sit-ups. Yeah, eventually you stop having chocolate, you get tired of doing sit-ups. Yeah. <laughs> that right. one that one right there has its own uh, balance built-in yes. balance no wonder if you can no longer do the sit-ups you probably need to avoid the chocolate you yeah chocolate. i get a cramp when doing sit-ups that can happen too <laughs> <laughs> that don't feel good oh, well and i like the idea somebody brought up was i don't know if it was heidi i think it was heidi that brought up going for more walks today I, i'm visiting my sister so I, I take her dog for a walk every day because the dog wants to go for a walk but i never thought about going for more than just one walk a day so yeah. That's a good thing to do. Go for you know more than one walk. Yeah. And I have a pet too. So I take I take he's a four month year old um, mini Aussie Shepherd. He goes on three, four walks a day. Matter of fact, behind uh, our condo, this little area, I don't know, maybe about hundred yards, we run sprints up and down there. After about 10 minutes, <laughs> goes back home water. He's done. So, because you don't have to take a dog only in the morning or midday or after you eat. You can take it as much as you want. Or you can take it right. And those are great things too, because at least in that period, you get time with your pet. Pets are amazing. I'm a first time dog owner, so I know how good it feels. You get some fresh air, because being inside your house, I don't know if the windows are open or closed, it sucks. You get some fresh air. Vitamin D, if you guys are anywhere where it's sunlight, so right now I think it's cloudy or gonna rain. And you know what, believe it or not, they say for social distancing, but when you walk your dog, you're gonna see other dog walkers and it's really a phenomenal thing, regardless of what we're going through, to see another dog walker, or just human being in general, look them in the face and have a smile. How much better do you feel? It's, you know, that's really true. I find that here when I'm out on the walks. We keep our distance, of course, but it's like, hey, across the street. And it's yeah. like, you know, you and I are extroverts. So, of course, um, we are compelled to speak and smile at people, but that it is for any extroverts out there. That is a tremendous moment to just see another human. That's not the person you're in the house with and uh, have that smile. You're right. The smile is everything. And I just, I can't play with other people's dogs. You know what? Uh, smile is free. And it's just what we need in this moment of time is getting exercise. Like you need to be doing, spend time with your animal. And maybe you see someone else, you say hi, you don't say hi, but at least the vitamin D sunshine, fresh air. And at least it resets the, your mindset in different atmospheres. Go on outside for a walk. 
That's what I do. Actually, my dog probably lost a few pounds because he's getting a little, little big. Now on a sprint I'm doing, he's actually lost some weight. So it's a good thing for him. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that you got a Aussie mix puppy just in time for quarantine. Yeah, I did. Holy smokes. High energy dog. I did. He actually, uh, somehow, I don't know how he did it. He dug a hole in the wall through the, um, the, the drywall. Yeah. So actually it has made a small little hole in the drywall. I had no idea what he smelled. I have no idea what he was looking for, but it came home and there's a hole in the drywall. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Congratulations. And, and they're, pro they're, pro they're problem solvers. They're, my sister had one of those dogs and they are problem solvers. Oh and yeah. They're, they're smart, they're smart, smarter than us. They are very smart dogs. <laughs> he is a very smart dog. And he has blue eyes too. So it's, it's really, he has a moral coat. So like a dark brown coat with a white collar and blue eyes. And really like, um, instead of floppy ears, has really sharp ears. So. But they definitely are done. They're promising. They're, that's the smartest dog I've ever seen. Four month year old. Donna, thanks for your question. Thanks, Donna. Gonna, no problem. I'm going to wrap us up now as we uh, get done here. Ron, I want to thank you so much for coming today. Um, I, you know, this is an experiment. We'll see how it goes. But we'll, this is always recorded and then it's available on podcast. All of these shows are. And then um, tomorrow we have Melissa Santangelo, who is the groovy goddess. She's been a friend for a long time. And she's going to come on and talk about how to do self-care um, the groovy goddess way, actually. I, I'm not sure exactly the angle she's going to go, but I know it has a lot to do with how you take care of your spirit. And it's a ni nice extension of what we talked about today. Nice. If you'd like to see Ron, he's at Ron Business. Bus Wait, say it again, your URL, Ron. It's ronbusinesscoaching.com. That's it, coaching. I just want to get that part right. ronbusinesscoaching.com. And um, I want to thank you for coming today. And I want to thank everybody else for coming. And I hope you'll come back tomorrow. I can't wait to do it again. It might be more, more often. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Thanks for coming so today. Thanks, Jen. Appreciate it. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.